Welcome everybody to the Seattle Sports Union Podcast. My name is Abraham DeWeese. Again, with me are Brian, the Soul Man Solak, and Matthew Page. How are you doing, guys? Doing well. How are, how are you doing? Well, I'm doing well. <laughs> You're doing well, but I haven't heard from Matt. Matt, are you doing uh, well? Uh, Matt, Matt's doing Matt. Well, uh, it's, it's, it's very well known that Matt has no... Uh, no confidence in any sports being started at all, at least in the next yep. five years. Uh, and that's well, all. I thought, due- you, I thought you were, I thought you didn't go where you were, where I thought you were going with that. I thought you were going to call tell me that I was incapable of feeling joy of any kind. <laughs> that, well, okay. Well, you're obviously you read the script for the outline of this show today that comes in minute three forty five. Um, but oh, okay. yeah, we can skip Sorry, ahead to I that. Yeah, uh, you were, right. <laughs> yes, uh, specifically, and it out, outlines right here, uh, Matt Page is a heartless boob. Um, I believe that's, yeah, yeah. Um, has no feelings, is generally an automaton. Uh, yeah, but thanks for ruining, thanks for ruining the show, Matt. Especially thanks, Matt. Yeah, it's even more fair, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So on today's, yeah. by the way, happy Fourth of July weekend to everyone out there. Oh yeah, oh yeah, totally, totally. Um, and and happy uh, happy Canada Day to those that we missed just a uh, few days ago. Two days ago, That's right? Yeah. All you mother Canuckers out there, happy Canada Day, which was last Friday, Wednesday, Sit last down, Wednesday. Canuck explosion, Canuck exploitation movie, and then enjoy it. <laughs> I've seen some Canuck exploitation. Uh, they're usually pretty good. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. There's one with a, um, there's one with a rock and roll band, and they go to a, uh, they go to an abandoned farmhouse, and the rock and roll like lead singer has to fight monsters. Are you Pretty, talking about? Uh, is that like rock and roll nightmare or? Uh, yes, rock and roll nightmare. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yes, that is awesome. It's a great that movie. A great movie. Uh, anyway, on our show today, we're going to talk. If, we're going to talk about some random elements like rock and roll nightmare, uh, and as well, we're going to go through the Mariners roster. Matt, I know you think the the also sports not going to start. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Soto nightmare, yes. Um, but uh, we're going to go through the roster a little bit. But uh, you brought up a good point, Brian Solak, about uh, you know, Happy Fourth of July to everybody. Let me just throw this out there. Do you have a favorite Fourth of July song? Fourth of July song? Is that what you said? Yeah. Uh, Fourth of July song? Because I do. Um, I do. I like Neil Diamond's. I like Neil Diamond's uh, Coming to America. Coming to America. That's yep. a good one. That's a solid one. That's a solid one. But all my uh, aunts and uncles have some good ones, but they're like 100-year-old songs. I sing it to fire every year, but I can't think of those names. Like what? But... Oh gosh! Like Way tie, to catch me off guard. Tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree. <laughs> no, maybe well, that is one. Three cheers <laughs> for the red, white, and blue. There's another one they like. Hooray to sing. for the red, white, and blue. We already put me on the spot. It's, it's your turn. See. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm surprised that uh, Solak has not mentioned the most obvious one, and that's Nirvana's "Lake of Fire." I'm not a huge fan of Nirvana, to be honest with you. I like them, but. I'm more of a Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains. So, boy, I don't know if you can say that on a Seattle-based show. That that seems fundamentally. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
I think pretty much everyone in Seattle has heard too much Nirvana, to be honest. But you don't like the song Lake of Fire? You know, uh, go to Lake no, it's, of it's Fire. Awesome. No, it, it is a good song. I forgot about that, but I'm just not a huge fan. Okay. All right. I remember, I remember somebody, like, after a Seattle U game a year or two ago was telling me how annoyed he was, how they overplayed Smells Like Teen Spirit. We were at a bar in Bellevue. I wonder who told me that. <clears throat> Or no, it was in Woodenville, actually. Uh, that? Could have been either one of us. <laughs> I say a lot of... It was, it was Abraham. Okay. I say a lot of things at a lot of bars in a lot of towns. <laughs> a lot of places, yeah. <laughs> I don't know Fair if enough. I can be... Okay. I don't know if I should be held accountable uh, for any of those <laughs> wow. things. Uh, no, no, I do feel like Smells Like Teen Spirit, I'm done. Like, they played it on the music You're so... Not alone. Yeah. They played it on the music so often. I feel like I've reached my fill. I I I'm at the point where I, I give props for the talent. I recognize it, and I, it deserves its place in history. But I don't really need to hear it again. I, it's all in my brain. I've heard it a million times. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so rather hear the, rather hear, hear oh, the Foo Fighters over Nirvana. By the way, oh, I love the Foo Fighters, but yeah. I'm sorry, I love Foo Fighters. There's no the. It's very some some hardcore fans out there. I might have upset. I know there's no the. I apologize. What? The, it's not the Foo Fighters. No, it's just Foo Fighters. Oh, I did not and know that. Some people are very, very. I can't think of the PG word for it. They love it. What they, is? They, they're very about that what's the name of a somebody who follows the foo fighters are they foo heads or what, what is it that's a good point that's a good question i don't know i don't know what they call themselves foofanites foofanites maybe one of maybe one of our 10 listeners we, out there will let us know oh my god uh, we got more than 10 listeners good. listen to you okay I don't, yeah let's let's spend 20 more minutes analyzing <laughs> this this particular issue on a sports <laughs> podcast all right <laughs> Let's break this down. Let's really get into the etymology of this name, and uh, and, and and really just just get out the paper <laughs> and pencil. And we're we're, we're all through. All right. Well, fooey on our shirt sleeves. You well, fooey on you, Matt. Let's just get right to the. Let's get right to the sports. Before I, I do, we, I do like your uh, the the new the new term you have coined for uh, for Seattle Mariners. By the way, the Soto. Uh, what did you call it? The Soto um, nightmare. Nightmare. Soto yeah. nightmare. I love it. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to. We're going to have to patent that. Soto well, Nightmare. Well, there's another good nickname, and I can't claim this one because I heard it from somebody else like a year ago. But uh, if the hockey team were to be named the Kraken, wouldn't it be a great, great uh, idea to name their fans crackheads? Yeah. That, so, you mean, when you say their fans, you you know you're including yourself, right? I, I, I am a crackhead. Yes. Okay. I, I, All right. Me and... Yes, uh, I love that. Me and, be the crack house. me and Mary and Barry and Tom Ford, we, we get together and we root for hockey. Nice. You watch hockey night in Canada? Uh, I used to, I used to on Saturday nights. You're talking about? Yeah. yeah back in the day. Yeah. I remember what, that. What's that dude's name? I love his name. I love his, uh, his various outfits. Don, Don Cherry. Don, Don Cherry. Yeah. He got yeah. fired. He's awesome. Did he really? Didn't he? Yeah. He did. Yeah. Things, didn't he? I don't remember. Hey, can I give a quick shout out real quick no. too? Happy, yeah, <laughs> a happy couple days ago, happy birthday to our own Brett Hall, who 
if you go to our YouTube channel, Seattle Sports Union YouTube channel, or visit us online, SeattleSportsUnion.com, there's a great interview with Abraham and Brett Hall. The, we, talk, we talked about it last week. And yeah, he's a really cool guy. Give him a shout out. He's a really cool he's guy. Very nice. Hydroplane racer. Got his whole season taken away from him. That's kind of unfortunate, but uh, we did get to talk about that on the interview. And I agree with you, Brian. All you guys out there, check that out on YouTube. Um, before we talk about baseball, can I ask you guys what you think about Antonio Brown visiting Russell Wilson's home and working out with him? I, I, I'm hoping it's just because they're good buddies and that's not, I don't want to go with the reports that they're, every other report is saying that Wilson's trying to recruit him to come to the Hawks. I, mm. I, I, he's, I just think he's a cancer in the locker room and we don't need him. I'd rather, I, 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 I've complained about our wide receivers before, but I'd rather go with what we have than add him to the team. I have to agree with the soul man uh, in terms of the locker room cancer idea. I, 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 I admire his talent. He's an amazing talent. There was a reason he was the best receiver for more than a few years in the league. It would be an amazing addition, but the locker room negativity might be a net, you know, huge loss. And the reality is we don't have the money for him. We still have that huge hole on the defensive line that we seem to not care about <laughs> that, I'm, that I, we've been talking about now for months. And I'm really starting to get concerned and more concerned about. Well, have you guys, we shouldn't, I mean, I don't know. Have you guys seen where the, there is a, certain camp of thought that Jadavion Clowney may have ended up pricing himself below $10 million at this point. Oh, wow. That, that wouldn't no surprise one, me. There's no one left with a lot of money. That's right. Exactly. There's nobody so, with any money yeah, left. He, <laughs> um, yeah, he might wind up back here again on a short one-year deal again. Uh, that's very likely. But, it, but at this point, don't count on it and build elsewhere. I mean, go get – why is Griffin still sitting out there? You know, um, and you know, maybe the, you know, this, this, uh, Jamal Adams is needs to be addressed. And what about, um, have the Jags decided what to do with their defensive end? I mean, Dockway. Yeah. Let's, 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 let's resolve this. Why are we, why are we all sitting around? I understand there's some happenings with preseason being delayed and or, or canceled or whatever and all that, but you still got to build the team. They may, they may honestly be waiting to see if there is a season, but that's a whole other can of worms. But at the other time, at the other hand, we need that defensive end. We don't need a wide receiver. We need defensive line. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> yeah, the, that's, that is still the case. Yannick Ngakwe and Tony Khan are still at each other's throats. They're kind of like the orange Cassidy and Chris Jericho. Of the Jacksonville Jaguars, right? Great, yeah, great comparison. <laughs> How, how's your How's your boy Orange Cassidy doing there, Solak? Oh, outstanding! If you guys don't watch all elite wrestling, we'll keep it short because that's not Seattle sports related. But he's one of the up and coming guys in 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 the wrestling industry. You gotta you gotta check it out. There's some good videos. There's some good memes on memes online of him too. And he's taken and he's taken up rent in uh, Chris Jericho's head, hasn't he? Yes, he has. <laughs> last last week when he came out and just annoyed the bleep out of Jericho during the live the live broadcast, that was awesome. That was brilliant. All right, guys, let's take a look at the Mariners <laughs> roster. 
because unlike what Matt has to say, obviously baseball is going forward and, uh, and, and Matt will just have to sit there and, and uh, uh, be frustrated. And enjoy it. Be fr- yeah. Yeah. You have to sit there and enjoy <laughs> it. Take that Matt. I will. Yeah. I mean, my MLB TV package and I'll actually have sports to watch. It'll be <laughs> miserable. Oh, by the way, speaking of sports, I just want to bring this up. I'm, uh, I, I got to get on this platform of YouTube TV oh. as just being completely tone deaf as to how the world works right now. As you guys oh, know, uh, or may not know, who knows? <laughs> you now know, as of this moment in time, that YouTube TV has raised their prices to $65. They raised it up $15 within this last year. And then the previous year, they raised it $15 again. So they have basically gone up 60% on their prices. Uh, that's not right. 30% on their prices this year. And then the prior year to that, 40%. Um, so that's about 70% total. So it, it just, it, it, it's baffling to me. You know, in an era when everybody's stuck at home and got nothing else to do but watch TV, now's the time that they just want to stab that dagger into people's hearts and and jack up the prices. Yeah, that's fucked up, man. How do how do they get away with that crap? Well, for those who don't know, the 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 reason why he cares is that <laughs> we, we we shared a subscription to YouTube TV for live sports. We're cable cutters, like most everyone else in the world, <gasps> and. and yeah, and I know that was shocking allegation. Where's, where's the sound effect? Um, and, uh, and and the beauty of YouTube TV when it first started was it had all the sports channels, except Pac-12 Network, but who cares about them? And and so, you know, even though we watch Pac-12 sports all the time, but uh, anyway, uh, it had all the sports. It was only like 30 bucks a month. It was You could share it with friends, so, you know, we could split the cost and be really, really cheap, and, and you know, you could complement that with Netflix or whatever you had, and you're good. You didn't need anything more. You can catch a lot of sports, and you can watch whatever you want on streaming, and they just keep adding channels that no one wants, and they've totally toned deaf to their audience, and they have now priced everyone out of wanting to watch YouTube TV. It's more expensive. What are you going to do? Well, it's more expensive than Xfinity, so I'm getting Xfinity. I haven't decided but, yet. So that's what I yeah. have Xfinity. So I will. I will now have Root Sports and um, watch the terrible Soto Nightmare, and <laughs> and I'll have Pac-12 Network and watch terrible uh, gymnastics. Late night. Yeah. Very late night uh, football game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, no, I, I don't know because I use Zipply, the new Frontier uh, uh, Internet, and weirdly enough, they don't offer TV services. Oh, they do. So. It's YouTube TV. <laughs> no, that's not offering a TV service. That's saying, <laughs> hey, by the way, you can use your Internet to go get something else. And it's like, yeah, I was I was hoping to get a package, you know, like, if, oh, I'm already paying for Internet from Comcast. What if I just add TV? Well, it saved me some money. No. Oh, well. <laughs> Uh, I, don't, I don't get it. How, how how do you not have root sports, Abe? I got Xfinity. I got root sports. No, I do now. It's on a it's on an expanded oh. package or something, isn't it? It's not on their basic package. Well, no, I got it now. It's a, it's on, on their basic. it's on their basic now. It didn't used to be, but it is now. Um, and okay. that was that was one of the reasons why I did YouTube TV because three years ago, it was not on their basic basic service, and and to be honest, like I had MLB Network, so I just watched the hour long version of the game anyway. 
I tended not to watch the full game uh, because I'd get off work. By the time I get home, especially if it's an East Coast game, I've already missed the whole game. And uh, Yeah, good point. And MLB Network does an amazing job with those. Uh, yeah, the compressed ga- games are pretty cool. Oh, they're awesome. You can get through a whole game in an hour, and it's, yeah, don't have to watch advertisements. Yeah, and you also don't have to deal with the fact that uh, that what I do, where um, I am currently located in Baltimore, uh, so I can watch Seattle games. <laughs> so anyway, don't worry about it. Let's go to let's go to the Mariners uh, <laughs> roster. Let's get, let's talk some Mariners oh. baseball. Okay, they reported this week to Safeco Field did. for uh, is it called summer training? What are they calling it these days? I don't know. Training camp, I guess. I don't, yeah. I don't, playing 2.0 or 2.0 or something. Warm-ups. So basically what <laughs> you saw Solak. Training 2.0. Back in March, what you saw Solak doesn't count. Yes. Uh, that's a bunch of bullshit. <clears throat> <laughs> it's preseason. It doesn't count anyway, Solak. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I see that. Oh. Uh, all right. So, guys, let's take a look and, at the ro- – Oh, go ahead. What were we going to say, Solak? Well, I was just going to say they also got to practice at the at the clink today as well. They opened up that field for the pitcher, so that was kind of cool. You call it the clink? <clears throat> yep. Oh, I don't call it the clink. The, what's it named now? What's well, no, Central? The, the Seahawks Stadium. Yeah, yeah, but I call it. Yeah, but okay. I call it clink. Oh, oh, you I call it the Century Link? Yeah, I thought it was Quest Field. <laughs> Matt, that was ten years ago. <laughs> Oh, so they're playing at Safeco. No, the T-Mobile. Matt, that was, <laughs> that was two years ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't right. pay attention to the changing names. Like, well, once the building has been built and named, it's that name forever in my mind, okay? Well, that's why I don't really care about Lemon Pledge Arena or whatever the hockey team is going to be. Um, yeah, we'll come up with a name anyway. Yeah. It, it's just the hockey stadium, okay? I mean, yeah, we don't need a cute name. It's fine. Well, or just call it the Key Arena, which it's been forever. No, I'm going to call it the Coliseum because it was the Coliseum before Key Arena. Okay, that's right. <laughs> All right, guys, let's take a look at the Mariners roster here. Um, as we go through it, I'm just going to ask you, if, you know, who do you like, who you don't like? And also maybe help me and the listeners understand what these really convoluted rules are for how a team is constructed. For example, there is a 40-man roster. There's a 30-man roster, and then there's a 60-man roster. <laughs> How about we start with you, Solak? Can you explain what what is the what's the game day roster? What, what how many players appear on game day, like in uniform, etc.? Uh, this year they're going to start out with 30 players to start in uniform to start the season. And the rest are on that stupid taxi squad. And um, two or three weeks down the line, they're going to slowly cut it down to like 28, I believe. And then I don't know if they're going to go any farther or not. I mean, the original plan this year before the season got cut in half was 26-man roster they were going to try out this year. So, But right now it's 30 to start out. Right. And then they're going to dress three taxi squad players, right? Yes. Okay. Which I, I still I don't get I still don't get that. I mean, with, are they going to do that on the way when they're at home or on the road or I don't. Do you know, Matt? 
So they'll travel. They'll, well, they'll travel with the team and okay. be available because we can't. <clears throat> excuse me. They um. You won't. Yeah, we'll start with thirty players. Two weeks later, it goes down to twenty-eight, and then to twenty-six. Two days after that, and then they're permitted to add a twenty-seventh player for double headers. But um, in general, they'll carry those with them because what the idea is is to keep bubbles, keep a, keep your players in a bubble away from potential, you know, contagion or you know the, the, the pandemic. Ooh. And and so keep we know we have these guys these thirty guys in this area we're all staying in the same hotel they're all yeah. the same uh, the same stadium they're all in the same you know bus and so forth and and then they travel as a unit and so we know that they are all COVID free and they can go from here to A to B and so forth so you have the thirty guys and say they're only allowed to to have twenty twenty eight active or whatever one guy gets hurt and they have an X game, they're not going to be able to like call triple A and have the guy, you know, FedExed in like they would normally be able to. Uh, usually they might pay for, they might spring for coach, you know, they might, you know, anyway, <laughs> but um, <laughs> they're not going to, they're not going to be able to shuttle a guy in from triple A because well, there isn't no, a Matt, team. Actually, actually, man, I got information on that. So the plus three that they bring are the ones that would typically be from triple A that you would shuttle in. Yeah. If you need them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's the can thirty I add, plus. Can thing. I add to that real quick? Yeah, go for it. I, I'm looking. I'm looking online. It's their definition of the Texas squad is a three-player Texas squad. Every team carries on all road trips must feature at least one catcher, while the other two players can be either pitchers or position players. So Correct. I, I kind yeah. of find that interesting. Yep, and then you can rotate those players from your expanded sixty-man roster. Sixty-man. Yeah. yeah, but like and I think I'm, on a road. Okay, I think on a road trip man. you have. I think on a road trip. You have to keep the same three for that specific road trip. That makes sense. Um, yes, and the idea is that you know if someone gets hurt, then you have a, you have a player on hand who can step in, and uh, or or whatever, and uh, or he gets you know COVID positive test and he's got to be isolated. He can plug in with for the other guy, and they're going to have a separate injured list for folks who who are diagnosed or you know test positive and need to be isolated. Um, there is no time limit on that injured list. So, you know, if, if, if they just do the two-week isolation and they come back clean, then, hey, they're good to go. But if they need to be hospitalized for 60 days, then they need to be hospitalized for 60 days. It's, it's you know, no rush to come back. So, and they don't really need anything other than a proof of a positive test to be put on that list. So the question I have is what do you do with these 30 other guys that don't go on the road trip? Do they... Do they go to Emerald Queen Casino or do they? Uh, they might. Stare, they might stare at the sun setting. <laughs> they could stay. They could stay in Seattle, or they could uh, potentially move down to Peoria. Um, as long as they stay isolated and 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 stay where they are, they they can do that. They just kind of do an extended spring training. So they just the hang out and train. Yeah, and you can't. You cannot cut a guy or remove a guy from the sixty-man roster squad without exposing him to waivers now all the minor leaguers like 40 man. all the minor leaguers that didn't make the 60-man squad what has happened to them they are on leave basically and most of them and i think i think pretty much every team has come around that they're getting paid for the okay year. but are their contracts cut or do they do the teams retain rights to them next year the teams retain the. They're still on the same 
you know, contract status. I mean, they're they're still they're still under they're still under contract. It's just they're not playing. Right, but I That's thought Oakland. Different. I thought Oakland did something like they cut a bunch of guys. Oakland told them that they weren't that they weren't going to get paid and they weren't cut. They were still they still owed them. Uh, <laughs> still owed the rights to so... them. Like they could not oh. they could not file for unemployment because they were still employed. That is so shady. That's a, that is so bold. They went back do. on that. They changed that, and they're paying the players now because they got so much black for it. They were the only only team in baseball to do it. Cheap SOBs. <laughs> well, yeah. Right. Um, Long term, though, Oakland should change because they're getting the rights to the old stadium. They're going to tear down the stadium and to build a development of like a condos or something like that, and use that as funding to help build the new the new stadium when they move in there and make it awesome and use that revenue to help build an awesome team. So down the road, Oakland might actually have some money. I'm just really confused why you don't. Why do you have a 60 man squad? Why not have a hundred man squad? And then what you do is, like in Tacoma, the guys who don't go on a road trip, you have two squads, they just play each other every day. And then that's what, I don't mean to interrupt you, but that's what I thought they were going to do, even though with the 60-man, I thought they are going to, those who stay at home go down there and practice, and they'll just have, like, yeah. daily inter-squad games. That's that's the plan. Just only with 60 players and not with well, 2,000 players. It's with 30 players, but yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. The uh, 30, also, 30 players makes it hard to do also, split squad, though. Yeah, now you got nine on, on the field or nine on nine to nine. I mean, you're good. You, you, you can do it. But I have another question. What about our minor leaguers, you, those who don't have teams, but they're going to get paid? If they were in the area, people like someone like Damon Cassetta Stubbs, could he go up and play with his team just practice, I mean, or is that against the no. rules? Against the rules. It is against the rules. Okay. They need to be. They need to be isolated. They have to be. They're if they're on the sixty-man mm. squad, they're isolated. Copy that. That makes sense. Um, the other thing, the other, the other interesting wrinkle to this whole thing is there's a Nashville plan that they're that they've talked about. I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but they've talked about Nashville, uh, Tennessee. The I think it's the Rangers AAA affiliate um, potentially hosting um, some uh, some uh, like a pool of players that are potential free agents. There's a lot of free agents that didn't get signed in this offseason and potentially like putting together uh, 70 or so, uh, 60, 70 guys there that, that would then play you know, games against each other at, at the Nashville uh, you know, Stadium and be in their own little bubble, and they'd be a free as a potential resource for if there's, if there's injuries to players and so, or people who um, have opted out to, out of playing. Like we'll we'll talk about a little later. There's some players who have ch- chosen to not play this season. Um, well, uh, you know, they'll, 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 there will be a pre agent pool available of players who are approved and can then come and join their bubble. Is that just an idea, or is that actually happening? Um, it's still in talks, as far as last I heard. Okay. All right. Well, let's take a look at our Seattle Mariners. Um, right now on the roster, we have five catchers. Tom Murphy, Austin Nola, Cal Raleigh, Joe Hudson, and Brian O'Keefe. All right, uh, Solak, which, who do you like to start? Well, <clears throat> my favorite is Cal Raleigh, who was drafted, was it in 2018, first rounder. Um, he's slowly climbed the system, and he's a catcher of the future. I don't see him playing on, unless there's an injury. I don't see him being on 
the 30 man or 28 whatever we were just talking about but the guy knows how to catch a ball game. He knows how to work his pitchers. He knows how to frame his pitches. He knows how to block the ball. He, he has an arm. He, I, I don't okay, think so this, a catcher. So this is a guy, person. this is a guy you think would be a 2021 starter. Yeah. Uh, I don't, he'll be 21 to start 2020. Yes. That's sorry. I thought I misunderstood it. Yes. I think he could be our starting catcher in 2021. Okay. So who's starting this? Year? I, be, I believe that. I believe that. Okay, so who's starting this year? This year it's Tom Murphy. Tom Murphy. Yeah, I mean, uh, he used to play for the Rockies, and then I think he went to the Angels. Angels, did they trade him or cut him, and we picked him up? I don't remember the situation, but I, I, I always thought Cal, uh, Colorado would play at his stats, but last year he proved himself to the Mariners. He hit the ball, it had decent power, calls a decent game. Matt, there's only – Matt, there's only five catchers on the squad. So I'm going to ask this question, but it's probably not that relevant because you need people just to be, you need living, breathing bodies at this point. Uh Um, But is there any particular catcher that you think that doesn't belong and don't expect to see this guy in 2021? Uh, Neither Hudson or O'Keefe are are major league catchers. They're depth at this point. Are these Uh, Chris Widger type guys? Yeah. Yeah, they're not. They're not. You know, they're they're borderline. They're you know they're bring them in when a pinch when you need a third crutcher. They're they're organizational depth. Um, there's no shame in that. It's, you can make a good living, um, but they they they're not. They're not going to be. They're not going to be MLB starters anytime soon. Okay. Uh, question um, for both. Tom you. Murphy. I just, well, I just want to say one thing. Most thing on Tom Murphy. Tom Murphy was a, a top prospect for a very long time in the Royals Rockies organization, and he just for whatever it was. He couldn't put it together, and last year I, I was just delighted to see how well he did uh, for us uh, as a Mariner. And um, I'm I'm excited to have him on the plate. Actually, I think he's I think he's a great uh, great addition to the team. Okay. I'm um, surprised you didn't compare the. Sorry to interrupt. I'm surprised you didn't compare those two bad catchers to Bob Melvin, your your, fa- your favorite manager <laughs> of all time. No, because I don't think about Bob Melvin. That's what he's a, that's, he, that's how low he is on my radar. You bring him up every and, week, Matt. No, you, no, I didn't bring him up. There's two guarantees. You'll, Solak brought him up. You'll, you'll take every pot shot at Bob Melvin you can, and somehow the Dodgers always end up on the show. Okay. Exactly. So, here's the deal. I did not bring him up this time. I don't think about him consciously at all times. Apparently, Seems like you Solak do. Does. Seems like you do. Although I do know anyway. this. Last year, on last year's show, both of you had nothing nice to say about Austin Nola. And I still don't have anything nice to say. He's just a since we're such a crappy team, he's a cheap utility guy who can play backup catcher in most of the infield and outfield positions. He's I don't remember which one it was of you, but somebody mentioned if the twenty nineteen Mariners weren't such a complete joke, <laughs> Nola would not be would not have a major league uh, uh, roster spot. Wasn't that, that you? That may have been me. Was that Matt? Um, okay. It, it might have been, yeah. I think I believe I compared him to, to Bucky Jacobson <laughs> um, as a as a four A player, basically. Uh, yeah, I, on a on a contending team, I don't see him making the roster. Um, he's useful in that he can play a lot of positions. Apparently, he's going to primarily play catcher, backup catcher this year. I'm okay with him playing backup catcher, uh, and and you know him playing a utility role. That's fine. But when he's you know it's the Willie Bloomquist thing. 
if he's starting every single day at a different position mm-hmm. and he's starting at those positions every single day, to the point where the dude's getting 500 at bats in a season, something's wrong with the team. <laughs> All right. I don't mind utility players when they get 200 to 300 at bats. That's fine. But when they're getting 500 plus, obviously they're not a utility player anymore. <laughs> okay, guys. Let's take a look at the starting pitchers. Um, we got 14 of them. And let me just list them here. Justin Dunn, Kendall Graveman, Taiwan Walker, Marco Gonzalez, you say. I say, we all say Kikuchi, Justice Sheffield, <laughs> Nick Marvichis, uh, Logan Gilbert, George Kikuchi. Kirby, rookie Emerson Hancock, Isaiah Campbell, Taylor Dollard, LJ Newsom, former Aquasox, and Brandon Williamson, also former Aquasox. Um, give me your starting five, Solak. Can, I, can it be my starting five for 2021? <laughs> the fun, no, the fun this five? year, this year. I want your starting. <laughs> oh my gosh. 2025, uh, 2020 oh, starting five. It, it, the perfect world, they'd be all rookies starting, but since I got to go think like our wonderful Jerry DePoto wants and Scott Service, great leaders we have. Um <laughs> Unfortunately, Marco Gonzalez is our number one pitcher, even though he should be more like a number three. Uh, Kendall Graveman, Graveman will probably be the number two pitcher. He's a reject pickup. I think he had surgery last year, and we'll see if he makes a comeback. He was a former kind of a top prospect. I think he came from Baltimore and went to Oakland, and then we picked his picked him up. i got to watch myself here. He was a scrappy pickup, yeah. Uh, number three will probably be Kikuchi, if I said that right. You see Kikuchi. <laughs> uh, he might be number two in Graveman three, but either way, those are the top three. Hopefully he, he does better than he did last year. Otherwise, that's a wasted signing, in my opinion. Um, <clears throat> probably, I'd like to see Taiwan Walker come out of the pack and be our number four starter. And probably Justice Sheffield, who I saw I wasn't a fan, but I did see him at spring training part uno back in March. Uh, he did, he looked pretty decent. He threw, I think, four innings against the Dodgers. The Dodgers, and he, he <laughs> gave up only one run. <laughs> so they might do um, they might do a who, six who starter. Who did he throw it against? I, I didn't I didn't catch that. Who did he throw it against? They might the do Dodgers. a six. They might do a six starter. You got a six one for me. A six one would be. Justin Dunn they're talking about who might get some starts. So probably probably go Justin Dunn, the guy they got last year for in the Robbie Cano trade. Matt, do you disagree or do you agree with that 2020 lineup? Um, I'd put mm-hmm. it in a different order, but that is going to be the, that that will be the six. Um, I'm not confident in Sheffield. Um, Wargavicious, however you say his last name. Well, is it intriguing? Hang on, hang on. I, I got to go back to what you said, Matt. You made it sound like you made it sound like somebody was forcing you to drink Keystone Light, and you sounded <laughs> like okay. Well, you can put this six pack in any order, but it's all the same. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> who do you who do you not like? Who do you not like from this lineup? Do I not like from the the six? Yeah. Uh, the my least likely would be Sheffield. I I'm not confident. And him being a starter at the major league level, to be honest, um, I really I like Don. I like his. Uh, he's got a slider that's just, just, just superb. It's just who, sublime. Who, I love who do you it. Not, who um, do you not like? Select. Is there a particular guy? It sounds like Kikuchi is not your favorite. Um, 
I, I don't like pretty much every <laughs> every name that's there, but um, probably I, I don't like Graveman. I don't. Li- I'm not a fan of Marco Gonzalez, even though we don't got Jack. You know what? So we got to go with him. I'm not Kikuchi. I'm two thumbs down. Would you rather just go uh, rookies at this point, or I I, I would. I, Taiwan uh, Walker in a, in, a, in a I know it's a pipe dream, but Taiwan Walker would be my ace. Uh, Emer- rookie first round pick Emerson Hancock would be number two. George Kirby number three. Look at a dream world. <laughs> and Logan Gilbert number four. And believe it or not, L.J. Newsom to round out the five. I'm hoping L.J. Newsom makes a run. Wait, what? Maybe wait, 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 hang on. Why is this a dream world, Matt? Uh, because Emerson Hancock is is not going to be uh, on the roster. He has zero percent chance. He's there to learn. No, he's on the roster. I know. Nobody has made zero chance to make the thirty man, the actual traveling part of the roster. Okay. Me, I but I mean, is there any problem in like just in general? Uh, any problem in twenty twenty of playing a bunch of rookies at, at starting pitcher? Uh, you could potentially stunt their development. They need they need they need to work situations. They need to they need to polish certain pitches. You don't, you don't really do that in a major league game. Uh, they also uh, are on strict workloads. Certain certain ones of them, like Hancock, will be on an absolute ridiculous pitch count because. You know, he was just drafted, and he pitched a, a season, a full season in college. Well, no, I guess he didn't pitch a full season. He pitched a half season in college, so he's, he's he'll have more of a leash, but he won't have much of a leash. Um, you know, it, it, the kind of leashes that we saw on Kirby and Williamson when they were in Everett last year. Uh, you know, they, they they only pitched you know about four innings max, and they pitched maybe like what three or four times each, and that's it. Um, you know, they they'll uh, it, it's 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 not they're just it's it's. You don't win anything by rushing them at this point. It's a short season. We don't really have a chance. There's no nothing to gain by putting them in now. It's better to let them get the development that they need and potentially slide them in next year. So, like, is that true? I, nah, normally I would agree with you, but this is 2020. Exactly. Told, Why do you want to tempt fate? We've already no. put down Australia. Yeah, we said it. Matt, Matt, we said it. Matt, we've settled what year it is. Okay. So, like, these, these, why these is guys, Matt wrong? These, these young kids need to throw some innings. If we're going to we're gonna suck, the Mariners are a terrible team. We're going to be the one of the probably top three on the bottom of the league this year. It, these guys need innings to pitch. There's no minor league baseball. They actually probably pitch less than a half a season in college if, they, if they're college, former college players. They got to throw. I mean, I, I agree. I, I agree with you normally, but this is this is 2020. If, if we start out sucking or there's some injuries, I think we need to give people like Logan Gilbert or LJ a shot. And, well, they're going to be working down in Tacoma or in uh, what's McCall the other 30, the 30 that don't go. This is the 60 man that we're going down. Oh, yeah, the, that's just 30 of these people won't go. But you're so not listening. Be, those are playing interleague. But you're not inter- listening to what Solak's saying. What Solak's saying is those are not meaningful innings they will be they'll be it'll be like it'll be like spring training or like uh or or like a minor league game like they would uh, be because they'll have a chance to work on pitches i think you're wrong in a low pressure uh, environment. i think you're wrong about that i, I am a, a, yeah amount of development that needs to occur and what happens when you rush players look at the last 10 years 15 years of mariner development and, and the minor leaguers that we've rushed to the majors and what they turned out to be. I you like know? your development, Matt, because you used to be the guy that said, push the guy to the majors. He's got nothing left to learn. 
Uh, I'm glad that you're finally seeing my side of things. But see, something changes this year, though. When you yep. play, uh, when you play a minor leaguer this year, they are not going to count it as a as a year of service. So there are opportunities now. Wait, what do you mean? They're not going to count it? Yeah, no, but you. They're going to count it as a year of service, no, but not, no. As a, not as a major no. league year of service. No, after the first seven games, any rookie that comes in, does this does not count as one year of service. Because they won't statistically meet enough innings or correct. enough... Uh, that is correct. Um, yeah. ...at-bats. Yeah. That sucks for them. Well, I mean, but that's mandated by the collective bargaining agreement, and that's just the way it is. Um, but I could potentially see where, like, like a team like the the Royals or the Pirates or maybe even the Mariners might throw rookies out there because who cares? <laughs> exactly. Why do a little, pig, do a little piggybacking to throw, have them throw two innings and then bring in the bullpen. And give them a, give them a chance. Oh, whoa, whoa. Don't talk about this. Don't talk about that, that situation. Cause Abraham will rant for, for years. If you, if you do the bullpen game, he hates that. I hate wow. the bullpen. Normally pitchers should pitch seven I innings. Normally do it should be mandatory. I agree, but this year's different. Hey, yeah, they're allowed. They're mandatory to pitch three batters. Look, back in my day, it, there wasn't three batters. It's you pitch till your your arm falls off, or like uh, Bill Swift, you get hit in the head with a line drive. That's the <laughs> only time you ever get knocked God, out of a game. You forgot about that. What was, what was Nolan Ryan almost got a no hitter, but he he lost in the fourteenth or something like that. He'd thrown two hundred and like forty pitches. <laughs> right, yep. exactly. By the way, Matt, did you did you follow up on your assignment this week to watch this week in baseball? Uh, yes, I watched some. I didn't watch. I didn't spend six hours watching it like you probably <laughs> wanted me to. It was enjoyable. It was a different time, a different era. That's um, all I'm saying. Yeah, I watched. I watched some. Uh, oh, by the way, Solak, I also watched some uh, some WCW uh, Night of. Uh, it was Starcade. It was called Starcade. So some old nineteen eighties ah, nice. wrestling. Yep. Wait, Starcade? Yeah. Did they did they did, did um um Kurt uh, Kurt uh, Russell uh, get involved? What are you talking about? You say it was Stargate. Was Kurt no, Russell not Stargate. Starcade. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no. Sting was wrestling was- Ric Flair, and uh, yeah, although Stargate's a great movie. I mean, yes, it is. A- when they a good series too afterwards, but anyway. Oh, it was an even better series, and yeah. Uh, but it, it was kind of fascinating because like they tried to they tried to say that it was the next Star Wars or something like that. So I was not I'm like mm, I don't think so. You can't just say you can't just claim you're the next Star Wars. But then I watch it, I'm like, oh, this is different. This is fun. It's exciting. It's actually interesting. Yeah, yeah. it was an enjoyable flick. A lot of uh, a lot of allusions to Graham Hancock and that whole ancient alien stuff, but. Um, Oh, yeah. But yeah, still entertaining. Anyway, back to baseball. Uh, <laughs> Remember, this is a sports podcast. Everybody, everybody listening, don't worry. This is a sports podcast. <laughs> uh, do you guys have any uh, any comments to say about the about the Aquasox guys, like LJ Newsom and Brandon Williamson? Uh, I want to call. Out, I want to do a special shout out to my my boy Brandon Williamson. He's going to be a future ace of this team, and by ace, I mean number two behind Emerson Hancock. Uh, He's going to be amazing. I, what struck me most with him when we watched him throw, he impressed me more than George Kirby last year. Uh, what struck me most about him was his composure. 
Uh, we had Felix over. Uh, I like to tell the story, but Felix Felix was over twice for uh, for pitching uh, rehab starts because he was being terrible at the major league level, and the Mariners decided, "Hey, you're going to go on a DL." Stand. But anyway, he was down to effort pitching, and all the entire Aqua Sox pitching staff was like. 20 feet away watching like you know they were trying to pick up what what could they learn from this Cy Young winner this god of a man you know <clears throat> and uh the only pitcher who walked up and didn't and kind of entered the, the bubble he didn't get too close to disrupt the bubble but he got right up there and he was asking questions was Brandon Williamson this man was not afraid this man was willing to ask questions he went up there on the mound whenever he was on the mound he had he had complete composure he was not unflappable uh, I like what I saw, and I'm looking forward to seeing more from him. Any of the Aquasex, former Aquasex guys you like, uh, Solak? Kirby, Newsom, Williamson? Well, Kirby is definitely going to be rated higher than Williamson in the ro- Mariners' rotation. We can talk about that another time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nope, I'm recording this. Uh, LJ- I'm recording this to see who's right in two years from now. <laughs> okay. Please do. Yeah, you should. Um, LJ Newsom. Yes. What is it? 2016 Aqua Sox, I believe. Didn't those two Seattle Sports Union guys interview him, I believe? Mr. Newsom. Yeah. Didn't, didn't you guys? Never had uh, it, didn't he? Yeah. I don't Anyways, know. Apparently, he, according to Matt last week, I can't get any of the names right for, for the Aqua Sox player. So. I know he's been in the system. <laughs> for This will be his fourth year, I believe. But he's, he's worked his way up the system. The guy's fought. This guy's your, your guy that is going to go out there and pitch you six, seven innings every start. I believe he's got – he's developed a fourth pitch now. The guy knows how to hit the strike zone. And like I said earlier, I hope they give him like one or two spot starts during the shortened season. This kid can throw. All right. Okay. Uh, so I'll take uh, – let's see, you got Kirby, you got Williamson. I'll take LJ Newsom. And then – uh, a beard goes to uh, the. No, that's, that's Solex. That's Solex pick. He I had that update. Oh, okay. Then I'll, I'll take the Kirby shot. You'll take Kirby. I'll take Kirby. Because I'm taking Williamson. But apparently, I can't pick Aqua Sox pitchers out of a lineup. So, um. <laughs> <laughs> this. Speaking of not being able to pick out a person from the lineup, let's take a look at the Mariners relief relief pitchers. Um, we have Austin Adams, oh Dan Altavilla, Jerson Bautista. Brandon Brennan, Carl Edwards Jr., Zach Grantz, Yoshi Ishi Hirano, Matt McGill, Yoshan Ramirez, Eric Svonson, Art Warren Taylor, Williams, Nestor Cortez, Taylor Gilbo, Sam Delaplane, Joey Gerber, Wyatt Mills, Penn Murphy, and Austin Fletcher. Uh, first question for you, Matt Page. Have you heard of any of these guys before? Oh, of, uh, of course, I've I've heard the name. Um, <laughs> I've seen I've seen a few of them. Uh, you know, obviously, top of the list, Aston Adams. Uh, Brennan Brennan's top notch, but he's he's injured at the moment. Um, uh, I remember, I, remember, I vaguely remember Wyatt Mills. He was a, he was an Aqua Sock. Um. Yoshi Yohisa Yoshihisa Serrano. I'm totally butchered his name, I'm sure. Uh, we got we picked up off the scrap heap a little bit. He was a dime back. He's done done some good work and he might eventually challenge for a closer spot with Adams. Um But uh Joey Gerber, Taylor Gilbo, and I guess Swanson are probably the 
the gem. Uh, Gerson Batista might be in there as well. So they're terms of the gems um, that might really develop into some serious late with late relief arms for us. But so this really like, is the essence of throwing things up against the wall and seeing what sticks. <laughs> so, like, do you have a... Pretty much none of it sticks, but what, what's your question, Abe? <laughs> okay, I think you answered it. I was going to ask, who's your, who's, your, who's, your, uh, who's your gem, who's your pick-to-click, who's your, who's your guy out of this squad of 18? My guy is Joey Gerber, right-handed pitcher, eighth-round eighth pick out of Illinois back in 2018. He's a closer in college. He was a closer for the Aquas Hawks. Um, he's got... Oh, I want to say two or th- I know three pitches. I believe he just developed his slider. He's got a wicked slider. Um, before the seasons, before spring training, they were saying he was probably going to be playing in more in Tacoma this year. But he had a hell of a spring this year, and I want I see it carrying and it's going to carry over. And I, he could be like a seventh inning guy for us when those very few times we're actually ahead this season. Matt, how many of these are actual? major league baseball players four maybe five let me let me rephrase that <laughs> not major league baseball for the mariners or the royals i mean like an actual good team oh on a good team yeah maybe four or five of them maybe i mean they're, they're still the jury's still out on a bunch of them on gerber on gilbo on delaplane on mills on fletcher uh those are guys that are high on our prospect list um if you ever you ask um, uh, Brennan's Brennan has, has shown he can he can do stuff at the major league level. Adams has shown he can do stuff at the major league level. Hirano's done that at major league level. Edwards Jr. has done it at the major league level. So I mean, there are some established veterans in there uh, that can get along. McGill has has had a, a major league career. Um, you know, so so there are useful arms in here. It's a matter of finding out what sticks. So like in 2021, is there a setup and closer? for the Mariners that you see on this roster? In 2021, yeah, I, I say Joey Gerber is your setup guy. I forgot to add in earlier that he's had 112 Ks and 70-plus innings in his short minor league career. I think that's damn impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, pro- probably for closer, if, if he can stay healthy, I, I think Austin, Austin Adams, was he I, we got him like a in a trade for a bag of balls or something. Yeah. He, he's turned into be a gem. So, I, I mean, if he can stay healthy, I think he'll still be our closer next year. All right, cool. Let's go ahead and take a look at infielders because I can't imagine spending one more minute looking at uh, relievers I've never heard of. Um, <laughs> so, here's here's the infielders. Uh, just go across the board. J.P. Crawford, D. Gordon, Sam Haggerty, Shed Long, Tim Lopez, Dylan Moore, Kyle Seeger, Dan Vogelback, Donovan Watson, Donnie Walton. I'm sorry, not Donovan Walton. Why did he change his name to Donovan? Anyway, we'll get back to that. Uh, I I will keep calling him Donnie Walton. Evan White, Patrick Wisdom. Uh, Jose Marma, Marmalade? No, Marmalosius? Marmalosius? Marmalicious? Um, I cannot pronounce that guy's name. Uh, Tyler Keenan, uh, Novolai Marte, Kaden Polkovich, Austin Shenton. All right, guys, let's go around the infield. Give me Solak, the 20. 20 starting roster go around the diamond third base you got kyle seager shortstop jp crawford second base it sounds like it's shed long's position to lose from what i've heard and evan white is our starting first baseman matt any objections nope that's 
that is the established uh, order. And I wanted to say real fast about Donnie Don, Donnie Walton or Donovan Walton. Did he go through re, Did he go through rehab? Because is he pulling is he pulling a Joey Bell, otherwise known as Albert Bell? <laughs> I don't. Or what know. about John Carlos Stanton, formerly known as Mike Stanton? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean. It's, I just, I just, I remember Albert Bell. He he appeared suddenly one year because Joey Bell went into rehab, and he came out Albert, and everyone was like, "Wait, you're Albert now? What?" Does okay. anybody know how to how to pronounce Jose Marmolejos? Jose name? Marmolejos. 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 Yeah, All right. The, yes. the J is the J is an H. I do Great. remember that from Senior Senior Brunel's. Espanol class at Bishop Blanchett. <laughs> nice. Uh, for both of you, is there any reason for me to learn this guy's name? No. Um, we, he was – okay, he's going to be – He's he might be in the mix for one of the last roster slots. He's a he's a slugger. Uh, he's a 4A slugger out of the Nationals um, uh, organization. They cut him after last year. We picked him up off the free agency heap um, last year in – Fresno and the PCL, he hit twa. He hit uh, sixteen dingers or eighteen dingers, dingers on the year. We was down to double A too. Okay, so uh, well, hitting three fifteen. Was he's, he a first he's a slugger. He's a first baseman. Yeah. Okay, so, so he he's, might. He's he Pete. Might o- some- he's Pete O'Brien. I, I won't bother to learn him. Uh, learn about him. Yeah, um, no. <laughs> give me the twenty twenty. flyer on him. Give me the twenty twenty one infield map. The 2021 infield, starting at first base, would be Evan White. Starting at second base, it will probably, be, if, if Shed Long sticks, it will be Shed Long. Uh, it won't be D. Gordon. He'll be off the roster uh, by then because he, he this is his last full year and he's an option to cut him after this year and we're going to, we're going to, let's take the option. Um, shortstop should still be J.P. Crawford, and I think uh, Kyle Seeger's around for another year as well, so it'll be Kyle Seeger at third. Any objections there, Solek? No. It, it would be nice <laughs> to get rid of <laughs> It sounds like you're so excited about this infield. Uh, no, Seager, I guess we have to have Seager this Seeger and Long, if I could replace them right now, I would, if there was better product out there for us, but JP and, and Evan White definitely will be there next year. Definitely with JP? Are you sure? Yes. Yeah. They're, they'll, they're going to keep him. Your boy, Jerry DePoto, learned his lesson. He's going to actually keep some decent prospects of the team. He's got the glove. He's got to develop the bat. And it just, it, it's you know, not a good bat. He's made some changes. He's made some changes and he's made some tweaks, and we'll see. Yeah, I just kind of wonder, though. Philadelphia decided that they didn't want him because he couldn't hit. He didn't hit here. Well, they also signed Scott Kingery to a four-year deal, and Scott Kingery hasn't hit. So <laughs> the, the Phillies are not necessarily the greatest talent evaluator. <laughs> True. We did we did sucker them to take a uh, – take, uh, uh, God, who did we get rid of? Oh, who was in uh, the trade? Uh, the slugger, the right wing, uh, the the batter from the Mets. The lefty. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm blanking on left fielder or first baseman. Yeah, Bruce. I forgot his Jay name. Bruce. Jay Bruce. That's Jay Bruce. Yeah. That's right. Wait, why'd you call him a right wing? <laughs> I said what? 
You said right wing. Did right wing. You, you did. did say right wing. Rewind the tape. You did say right wing. Saying, no, you I? did, Matt. I meant left, lefty. Left wing. <laughs> <laughs> Le- lefty as a le- hits lefty power guy. So, like, you heard it, though, uh, right? Anyway. I did. I he said I'm right sorry. wing. <laughs> I don't know why my brain said that. No, I don't know what his politics are. I don't care. He's oh, no, lefty, I didn't think you were talking about politics. Or left field. I thought you were thinking he was a uh, hockey player or something. You know, he might have been. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, okay, so Crawford, do we have Solak? Do we have anybody in the minors that you can tell me can challenge this guy? Yes. Sorry, that's not my answer. I don't. I well, Matt. Who, it sounds like you, I, Matt. It sounds like you know something. Yeah, tell me who. Uh, commit, look, commit. look, 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 look towards the end of the list. Well, why don't you just tell us it's a radio show? Noel de Marte. Noel <laughs> de Marte. Uh, he's he's a, still two years away. I was going to say three years, I think, in my he's a, he, he can challenge when he gets up, but he's a, he's a long distance away. Okay. Uh, but then, the honest truth is, is he might be a he might become a second baseman on the way. So I don't know. Uh, right now, short step depth, depth in our organization. I can't. I mean, other than. I mean, well, we cut. We cut. Um, our favorite uh, Aquasock shortstop, Johnny Awesome. So Johnny I Awesome, yep. I can't think of a shortstop prospect in our organization. Technically, Donnie Walton can play shortstop. Yeah, he's more. He's not an ML. He's not an MLB shortstop, though. That's the only thing. Util, utility guy. Yep, I agree with that. There's huh. there's one Quercudo, but Ooh. he's he's not on the roster though. Just as far out. Yeah, and he's not as he's not on the roster, and he's just as far out as Marte. Um, okay, so we're stuck with Crawford for now. Yeah, now, but he's not, he's not actively hurting us. There are other players on the roster that are actively hurting us. Okay, so Vogel Dork, um, how, how fast can we get this guy on a Greyhound out of town? Well, uh, if that, remember that player that you you uh, you can't pronounce, uh, we, Jose we could, Marmalade. We could, yeah, Jose. There you go, <laughs> Jose Marmalade. We could we could uh, we could sign him and uh, bring him in in that place. Okay, all right. Do you do you do you agree or do you like somebody somebody better? Uh, so like for Vogelbach. Yeah. He, 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 how many more years do we have him under control? Like four or three? Three? Are you kidding? What a joke. <laughs> um, there's. Uh, the question, Solak. The question, Solak, wasn't whether he's a joke or not. I've already made up my opinion on the fellow. My question <laughs> was: Is there a better DH prospect or backup first base than this guy? Uh, pro- what about what about uh, Braden Bishop or um, uh, what about uh, Drake Fraley? No, Drake Fraley is better in the field. Kyle Lewis, so he doesn't get hurt. There you go. Uh, I don't. Uh, that's that's tough. Maybe that uh, I wasn't a high on that Tyler Keenan guy as position player but maybe in a couple of years he could be our dh like I, I like his swing he's just very clumsy like vogelbach but i think he'll hit the ball better oh you're not going to like the answer about vogelbach uh please tell we me about him. we yeah. have him through the end of 2024 oh my gosh is he costing us anything like would it cost uh, us five hundred five hundred eighty thousand dollars okay right now. so we could cut him and it's no big deal so half of, half of that, or actually like what a third of that this year. 
Put fine. Because they're prorated put, salaries. So put Seager. Oh, no, Seager's too good at defense, but put him as a D. But he goes to – God, Lord. Uh, there's, no, there's not really any t- – Talent right now could be our everyday DH. Well, that's the thing that confuses me is this team has always had at least four DHs on the roster because I've got, because our stupid I've GMs always idea. always seem to do that. Yeah. You're not you're not gonna like it. I don't like this roster, because, so tell me, please be, tell me. You're gonna be up you're, you're gonna be upset with who I mentioned because of the because of the origin story of this person. Is it Bob Melvin? No, it's the number one free agent still on the market. Uh, Bobby Yasiel ben- Puig, another Dodger. Bobby Bonilla? Yes. Puig. Oh, Puig. Yeah. Why would I Former not like Dodger. that? He'd be cheap. He's a, he's, no one wants to sign him. He'd be cheap. And he could DH for us, or he could play right field pretty well because Hanniger's hurt. Put Hanniger at DH. There you go. But I thought Hanniger yeah. seems to not be able to be on the field ever. Well, wasn't the Red Sox going to get him? Uh, I didn't hear that. No, but right now he's unemployed and no one's signing him and no one's That's, rumored to be signing him. I heard giant, the Giants were for a little bit. There would be riots. I know. You told me that, but I swear to God, I read that probably a couple of weeks ago. They would burn the stadium down. Well, we're not going to go there. Is there, anything <laughs> left in the, is there anything left in the tank with Puig? Oh, absolutely. He's only like 29 or 30. He's like a Matt Kemp. There's a little bit left in Matt Kemp. Yeah, too, but I mean, he just got signed this last this week, actually. Matt, Matt Kemp. Matt, he's Cuban. Are you sure he's really twenty nine thirty? That's that. Well, okay. He's supposedly he's he's allegedly twenty nine <laughs> years old. He was allegedly born on December seventh, nineteen ninety. Who was that pitcher? Who was that pitcher for the Marlins that was like five years El Duque? older? Yeah, El Duque. Oh no, yeah, yeah, he was with the Yankees, but yeah, whatever. Wasn't he with the Marlins? He might have been at some point. The dude, he got around after a while. What was his name? What was his actual real name? Um, Hernandez? Hernandez? No. no we're, talking about, we're talking about El Duque. Yeah, oh. we're talking about El Duque. You searched um, on me, my bad. <laughs> not, not that one. I searched, I searched Enrique Hernandez and I got... I got Orlando, Hernandez. Orlando Hernandez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was like five years older than he was supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, that guy. That was that was a funny thing. Yeah, game. El Duque. Yeah, he he uh, he. God, you realize he's fifty four supposedly now, so he's probably like seventy three. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. No, I remember him on the Yankees. He was in the playoffs, but honestly, I think he's been on every team in the major leagues at some point in time. So. Um, I probably got confused there. All right, let's take a look at the Mariners outfield. Right now we have Braden Bishop, Jake Fraley, Kyle Lewis, Malik Smith, Jared Kalanick, Julio Rodriguez, Zach DeLoach, and uh, Mitch Hanniger is not going to play this year, so um, that's who we have. Matt, give me your starting three. Uh, my starting three would be... Kyle Lewis, probably in left. Jake Fraley in right, Malik Smith in center. Any objections, uh, Solak? Unfortunately, we have to have the Malik Smith in center just because we have no depth on this freaking team. Malik Smith, I would get rid of him in a heartbeat 
over Vogelbach. I, I can't stand him. I think he's an awful player. There's a reason why he got traded twice to the Mariners or or something, if you research that history. But other than that, he's a Mariners great guy, right? Anyway. He, he might Mariner be a nice for a day, <laughs> and then he was not a Mariner, and then he's a Mariner again, yeah. See, so, no, but probably Kyle Lewis. I'd rather go Jake Fraley in center and then figure out a right fielder, but I know you're, you need an answer right now, so I guess, unfortunately, Smith goes to center, Fraley goes to right. So, so, well, if, so, if so Hanniger that. hadn't been hurt, it would be – it would be Fraley in center, Lewis in left, and, and Hanniger in right. Okay, Solak, uh, two years ago, Matt Page told me that D. Gordon would do just fine in center field. Why can't we just have D. Gordon in center field? You know what? I, I, I think because uh, he hits worse. He does hit worse. If we get his old bat back, then I, I'm 100% behind that idea. But He fields he, worse, and he, and he hits worse. But Matt D. Gordon was the last, the worst statistical main regular player in Major League Baseball last year. But Matt, a couple of years ago, you re- told me it'd be just fine, no problem, hardly an injury. Uh, you remember that? Literally, <laughs> I, I, I've had a one-time lapse in <laughs> one time. Okay. Uh, why can't Why can't D. Gordon play like left field and put Fraley in center and Lewis in right or something? Because they won't do that. Uh, you know it. <laughs> I know. We're gonna pay. Uh, we're gonna pay. Uh, what's thirty percent of thirteen million to a uh, a player that's gonna sit on the bench all year? Well, Bob Melvin would do it. I suggest if we had him still <laughs> on this team. Yeah, he doesn't have a have a choice. We'd be in the playoffs uh, if we had Bob Melvin. <laughs> exactly. All right. So uh, Solak, who's your starting three in twenty twenty one? I am gonna go out on a limb here and say. Uh, we'll probably say Lewis and left, Fraley and center, and I think Jared Kellenick's going to be up and be our starting right fielder. Julio Rodriguez, I'll watch out. I, I I think he's more like two years away. So is Hanniger, we're going to have some talent. So so like is Hanniger trade bait at some point? Yes, if it someone will take him. I mean, there's the guy still got some talent, or we make him our DH like you're discussing a little bit ago, but. Matt, any objections to that 2021 roster? I like the idea of moving Hanniger to the DH. Uh, I think that's the best because we need to restore some value before we try and trade him. So we'll have to we'll have to use him uh, a fair bit. So but put him in a DH will prevent the injury, which is so it's a good idea, and it's obviously an improvement over Vogelbach. Um, and then yeah, Jake Fraley in center, Kyle Lewis in left, and Jared Kalanick in right sounds good to me. And then yeah, Julio Julio would be char- charging, and if he has a really good he has a really good 2021. Maybe he's up before September. And he's challenging for challenging Kyle Lewis or uh, or uh, or yeah, challenging Kyle Lewis for a job. Absolutely. I think ultimately Kyle Lewis winds up as a fourth outfielder. Okay, or guys. Or DH maybe. Okay, guys. We just went through this roster, and knowing that they're playing the what they're playing the NFC, not NFC, NL and AL West, right? <laughs> NFC West sounds good. <laughs> they're, playing, they're playing the NFC 40. West. They're playing oh, uh, the Arizona Cardinals. That's rough. That's, so, that's rough. <laughs> well, no, if they're playing I mean, baseball. Defensive line in San Francisco? I mean, <laughs> man. How are we going to get past that? Well, I heard their defensive line can't pitch, so, yeah. There's oh, okay. Oh, well, then we got a chance. All right. But, no, when you. 40 games, 40 games within your division, within our division. Yeah. So, 40 games AL West and 20 games 
So uh, what do you think? Works. What do you think, Matt? How do they match up? Um, I don't know yet. We I haven't yet seen the schedule to see how many games we play against the Diamondbacks and the and the and the Dodgers. I wouldn't worry about. Uh, I wouldn't worry about Padres. that. Just just take a look at how, how good are the, the other Dodgers. teams. How good are the other teams? He said the Dodgers. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> okay. He said it four times. How do, how do we show. stack up? How do we stack up? We don't make the playoffs. Okay. That's what do you What do you think, Solak? Uh, we don't make the playoffs. I say our record is twenty-two and thirty-eight. I'd go twenty-four and what thirty-six. I guess. Then. Yeah. Man, you just I'd go a little more. You just pulled the prices right on him, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> do Do the one or two wins over. Yeah. <laughs> that way you get everything above. <laughs> Total jerk move, yes. Um, but no, I mean, uh, this roster, I think I agree with you guys. It doesn't, it is nowhere near the Dodgers, obviously. It's nowhere near, you know, the, the Astros, and it's nowhere, like, I don't even know if they're near the the Angels. Like, it, it, Well, no. theoretically, the idea this season before it all got derailed, we're going to have a full season. This season was going to be, we we throw everything out there. We see what we have, and yes. Yeah, so some of the some of the guys not Hancock because it's way too early for him, but maybe Kirby and Williamson might have seen some you know late September plus games or whatever, um, depending on how their minor league season seasons went, um, and and we'd see what we had, and then the idea was we'd take that note and we'd hit the off season and we'd have a hundred million dollars available to spend in my in free agency and we'd find the ace we need. And the only ace that's going to be on the Ross on the free agency is Trevor Bauer, which I'm okay with. <clears throat> and then we'd have, and then we'd we'd find like one, you know, we'd probably need one hitter, veteran hitter, to plug in the lineup at least two. Yeah, um, but does we're that stuck with we're stuck with Kyle Seager for one more year after that, so we'd still have him. But uh, so he'd be the highest played player on the roster unless we had someone. But does that happen when you consider a collective bargaining agreement in 2021 taking place? I don't know what's going to happen with that. No one does. That's the problem. Uh, we don't know where that's going to wind up. There's, there's the other, there's the other side effect of uh, our, our minor league agreement that comes up this, this the end of this year, and we might lose a big chunk of our uh, minor league system. Although they, they, they probably, that's probably why we had the big purges this last month to, to prepare us for that. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of different factors playing in play, but I think the original overall plan idea was we freed up all that money by getting rid of all those players. And we and we you know we, we we've invested in prospects. We've got some 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 nice, very nice pitching on the way. We've got some decent position players already in place, or like a year away. And you know we we just need to add the veterans, plug the holes. You know. So like we have the money to go out and do that. So like sometimes when I listen to Matt and his Pollyanna attitude, I, I just wonder like you know maybe we don't deserve baseball. Uh, Mariners fans, maybe we just don't deserve deserve this. Um, we, we don't. We don't deserve deserved it for twenty years. We we no, we've deserved what's been going on for the last twenty years. This is not the baseball team we want. This is the baseball team we deserve. Oh, ouch! <laughs> to quote Batman or paraphrase Batman. Um, the Scott Service, the Scott Service survived the year. I, I really think this guy he sucks. I think he gets can a free I, can pass. I ask that question. I think he gets a free pass again. this year. I think as long uh, as uh, as long as long as we have Depoto, we have service. Jeez, uh, oh, I think they're best buds. Because Mike, Mike Sosha would never listen to him, so he had to find someone who would. Yep. Uh, 
Uh, this is off topic, but you mentioned Trevor Bauer. There's I shared something on our Facebook page for Salesforce Union. Trevor, there's a picture going around with Trevor Bauer in the locker room wearing his mask, and he's wearing a uh, Houston Cheaters Trash Town 2017 chump. <laughs> it's awesome. It's, go check that out if you haven't. Just wanted to share that. <laughs> I'll have to. Oh, listen to you guys. You're getting uh, a big a reminder. Just a big a laugh out of the Astros. Houston. No, there won't them. be any fans boo. at the stadium, Matt. There's nobody to boo them. Yeah, boo them in your own house. I don't <laughs> care. Boo them. <laughs> All right. Well, let's. By the way, one of your Dodgers got caught cheating the other day, so there's that. Um, what? Yeah. What? That, that, like you're sleeping in a car that's not cheating? No, he was roiding out. What? What are you talking about? One of your Dodgers players was caught PEDs. Who? I don't know. Dodger Joe. Okay. The guy, I think the guy we talked about earlier, Matt. I sent you a message. I sent you a message about this. He wasn't on the 60 man roster. You were telling me earlier, Matt. Talking about Andrew Tolles? I think so. Well, he was caught sleeping behind uh, something, some building, and he refused to leave. And so he was arrested for disturbing the peace or something like that. Tisk, tisk. No, it, no, no. There, there was a guy that was caught for it peds. Came out that his family was just happy to hear that he was still alive because he was going through. No, really somebody. No, it was somebody you like, somebody like Oral Hershiser or uh, Eric Gagne. I forget. <laughs> uh, oh. See, if you watch this week in baseball, Matt, you'd know who those people are. I don't. I, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing him. Andrew Toll's arrested on trespassing, and I'm not seeing any other news regarding. Uh, I've seen some suspensions in the minor leagues in the in the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, it was one of your minor league, it was one of your minor leaguer guys. But anyway, um, that's more time than we need to devote to that. Um, I've never heard of the, these guys, but okay. The great the great thing is is that your little team is a bunch of cheaters, and don't you smile over there, Solak. Your Red Sox are a bunch of cheaters too. You're all hypocrites. You're all hypocrites. And so's the Yankees. If we're going to talk cheaters, they're cheaters too. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's there's a bunch of cheaters, but at least we got baseball. That's the important thing. Even if there's do we though? We do. They were at do the we stadium. Need to talk about do we need to talk about the overwhelming number of positive COVID results that have been happening the last day or two? Thirty-one. Uh, what we need to do is talk about the overwhelming amount of negativity from the nattering Nabob named Matt Page. What about the players that are opting out this season? That's fine. Ryan Zimmerman, uh, Mike Leake, Ian it. Desmond. I'm all for all those. Uh, Do you know why I'm for all those, by the way? Especially in the Mike Leake situation, he gets a chance uh-huh. to go to free agency now. Without well, he, he actually he saves the Mariners money because we were going to have to pay part. Yeah, of the and contract. that's a great thing too. That that's a double whammy for us. Um, um, no, the the other thing is the other the, the, the last player that I haven't named yet that you're going to be you're going to be really happy about is Mr. Trout himself. I was hoping you'd say Vogelbach, but um. no. <laughs> The We're Mariner stuck with killer him. Mike Trout himself is apparently debating it still. Um, it's fine. I mean, I think if if I were in their place, if I'm making good money, well, I don't need to play this year. I would just pass. I don't. I don't. You know, if you have the confidence that you've got a starting position on some team in the MLB next year, there, there's no there's no yeah, reason. You've already why. made like a hundred million in hundred yeah. million in your career. You're like, oh, okay, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Bobby Benilla pulled out. He's not. He's not going to play. He's going to take the money though. 
Well, he, he, uh, he, he already had Bobby Padilla Day uh, on June. Was it June first or something like that? Or July first. July first. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Bobby Bonilla Day. Yeah. Once a year. Bobby Bonilla, for those that don't know, Bobby Bonilla had a contract deferred. It was they owed him five million in like what was it, nineteen ninety five or something like that, and they deferred it out, and it, it, so it was going to be paid in equal payments, and it goes all the way to twenty thirty five. He gets a million, like one point one million a year. From the bed. so at the end they're gonna have to pay him like thirty million dollars for that five. But hey, <laughs> they saved that money. Yes, they did. Yeah, no. And if I was Bobby, if I was Bobby. Every every July first, I would walk into the to the Mets front office and like, be like, hey guys, how's it going? Here to get my big check again. No, I refuse <laughs> to set a direct deposit. I want yeah, to I will come not get direct to deposit, office, and I want. I want a big lotto size check every time I come in. You're gonna take pictures of me because I'm gonna put pictures on a wall in my den of each year that you guys had to pay me an extra million because you were too cheap back in '95 or whatever. Did Bonilla go to the uh, World Series in the 2000 season? I, I don't remember. remember. I'm trying to remember if he was on that team or not. There was a certain period of time where he was an actual good player. Yes, there was. Yeah. There definitely was. Yeah, but that's how he got the contract. I mean, yeah, yeah. But it's, I, it's just a funny situation with the birth, which, by the way, is going to be repeated with Max Scherzer and Stephen uh, Strasburg, uh, how, because the Nationals love deferrals. How long did they defer those? Oh, they're going to be paying Mr. Scherzer until like twenty forty or something like that. Um, let me pull up his. Um. So, There's a reason so like why um, Mr. Um, Harper wouldn't, wouldn't sign with them because they wanted to defer his contract to, like, forever. Uh, he's a big baby. Solak, while he's pulling that nope. up, uh, I want you to go around the uh, – let's see if you can do it. Go around the horn on the Pittsburgh Pirates 1992 or 91. Nin- 1991? Oh, my goodness. Uh, you got I, – I, I don't know if I can go around the horn, but I'll start rattling players. You got Barry Bonds, you got uh, Andy Van Slyke, Bobby Bonilla, right. Jose Lind. Yep. Um, son of a bleep. Oh, God, Mike, I, Mike I, Lavalle at, at catcher. Oh, yeah, the catcher. Catcher. Jay Bell. Jay Bell. Bell. Hang Bell on, Matt. We're, Matt, we're trying to do this from memory. <laughs> Sorry. You're, you're cheating. Jay Bell that's, the one, that's the one I remember. But okay. Um, I can't think of the the first baseman and the third and the third baseman. Uh, I thought Bonilla, Bill Madlock still there, or was he out? Wait, Bonilla. Play, oh, he was outfield. Um, yeah, I forgot the third baseman. First baseman was Merced. Orlando was it Orlando? Orlando Merced. Merced okay. Yep. And then pitchers, okay. they had Drayback. No, wait, was third base uh, McClendon? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Did he start there though. I don't know. I can't remember. No, I don't think he was. I think he was a utility guy because he played outfield too, didn't he? Oh, he played yeah, outfield. Sorry, right. yeah, he did. But but pitching, we played both. But pitching, they had Mister No Chin. Do you remember that, Solak? I do. Yeah, Doug Drabeck. Doug Drabeck. Yeah. Uh, who, who's the guy that went to the Braves? What was? Um, oh, sh- Smiley. My John Smiley. Yeah. Yep. I guess I don't oh, remember man, Jeff. Sorry to interrupt. Jeff King was our third baseman. I did cheat and just look at that one. <laughs> I can't. I, I can't remember their pictures as well. But 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 I, it 
It's surprising. It's kind of like this in Detroit quarterback, Detroit Lions quarterbacks. I, I know for some oh, reason, man. and I shouldn't know this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the best part is is that you can rattle them off in front of a uh, in front of a Detroit Lions fan, and he can't name as many as you. <laughs> our uh, one of our members of SSU, Mister Mister Kevin Kabanowski from Detroit, cannot name that as many as many as many Lions quarterbacks. As either I or Abe can, can, can name. <laughs> well, I just we'll throw out names. And he's like, oh man, I forgot about him. <laughs> I just remember, and Matt, if you had been watching uh, this week in baseball, you would know that the the 93 pirates were called the Killer Bees. Ah, okay, yeah, because there's everyone right. had a B in their name. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, Mr. Scherzer. Uh, this year is his second to last. Next, 2021 is his last year before he hits free agency with the uh, with the, uh, the the Nationals. And then, and so in 2022 he's a free agent. But in 2022 they are paying him 15 million dollars a year for 2022, 2023, 2024, all the way to th- through 2028. They will be paying him 15 million dollars a year. Actually, you wow. know that's crazy. Actually, I just thought of so something. Uh, I, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hey, hang on, I, I just thought of something, and I, I want you guys not to look on the computer. Who are the '92 Mariners? Oh God! Oh gosh! You know the catcher. You gotta, you, know, you gotta it? know the catcher. Dave Valley. Yep. Um, and P- Pete O'Brien was there, wasn't he? First base. I think you're right. Second um, base was was Reynolds. Reynolds. Little O. Little Bobby O. At short. Who should be a Hall of Famer, by the well, way? Uh, third base. Oh, was I know who third was. Okay, Matt. Who? It was ninety-two, right? Yeah. It was Edgar. That's right. Um, That's because right. Pres- <laughs> Presley was such a anyway. Um, <laughs> what? What was the outfield? And I'll give you a hint: the left fielder was a former Giant. <clears throat> Famous oh, play of him shit. catching For the ball one handed. Sorry, guys. Or Al Martin. Um, no, Al Martin was a former uh, USC safety. Uh, <laughs> former Giant. Mitchell. That's right. Kevin, Kevin Mitchell. Mitchell. And then you yeah. know the center and right fielder, obviously. Griffey and Booner, yep. Yep. Uh, can you name any pitchers? RJ. Well, Randy, yeah. Yep. Um, you got. Did we have did we have Nelson on the first the first time with him then? Ooh. He was the reliever, but well, yeah, I don't remember. I, I know we know. I know we had Jeff Nelson around then. Brian Holman was I think he was still there. No, he got traded for RJ. Never mind. Uh, yeah, Holman went for Randy Johnson. Actually, right. I don't. Okay, all right. Just like the Pirates, I don't remember the pitching staff that well. <laughs> um. <laughs> But anyway, anyway, Bobby, uh, but... Bobby Ayala. No, he came in was when. He around? No, he came in when uh, when Pinella came in. So this would have been pre Ayala. Oh, probably Mike Schooler right. or Gene. What's his name? Gene. Uh, um, I forget his name. No, we also had we had um, um, sorts of the F. Dave <clears throat> Fleming. Fleming, yes, there we That's go. Right. That was going to bother me. That was really going to bother me. He was a starter. Another guy with no chin. 
Um, <laughs> him and him and Randy are the only starters I remember from that year. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. Well, I was I'm, only ten, so I guess you know. Well, I'm glad we could at least get the starting lineup right. <laughs> if we could, that would have been really embarrassed if we named more Pirates players than we could Mariners. <laughs> All right. Well, do you got any call-outs this, uh, this week, uh, Solek? I'm just going to give a shout-out again to Everett Aquasocks and then the Bellingham Bells. Just please go to their website and support them. they got a lot of good product yeah. that they're selling in their stores, and they're also trying to do fun things online. Like Bellingham today had three or four different areas in Bellingham where they went and hid Bellingham Bell's product and they had like clues where people go try to find it and I thought that was kind of cool so they're trying to get get the fans involved and then I think Danny was saying the general manager of the of our um, Aqua Sox that they're going to try to get some kind of events depending on what happens with the coronavirus this summer at least still in the stadium just you know bring the fans back and we do a movie night or something some fun something like that yeah I heard that and some other things but yeah so just cool. go, go check them out, please. Yeah, help them out, folks, because uh, buy some stuff off their stores or do participate in those games because without fans coming to their stadium, they're kind of really screwed financially right now for another year. Great. Yep. They're hurt. All right, guys, uh, that's the end of our show today. I want to thank everybody for listening. Please check out all our great podcasts here on Podbean as well as iTunes as well. Check us out at Seattle Sports Union com and as well like us on facebook and at seattle sports you on twitter we'll talk to you guys later Good night <laughs>